Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. Today is Wednesday of Holy Week, day 37 of the Lenten journey. The devotion is given by Marcia Kasky. The scripture, Matthew 21, 1-17, is read today from the Common English Bible. As you listen to the hymn, Beneath the Cross of Jesus, played by Addison Acock, what is one of the discoveries you have made during your pilgrimage to the cross this year? When they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus gave two disciples a task. He said to them, Go into the village over there. As soon as you enter, you will find a donkey tied up and a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that their master needs them. He sent them off right away. Now this happened to fulfill what the prophet said. Say to daughter Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the donkey's offspring. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them. Then he sat on them. Now a large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others cut palm branches off the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds in front of him and behind him shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. Who is this? they asked. The crowds answered, It is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus went into the temple and threw out all those who were selling and buying there. He pushed over the tables used for currency exchange and the chairs of those who sold doves. He said to them, It's written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a hideout for crooks. People who were blind and lame came to Jesus in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and legal experts saw the amazing things he was doing and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were angry. They said to Jesus, Do you hear what these children are saying? Yes, he answered. Haven't you ever read? From the mouths of babes and infants, you've arranged praise for yourself. Then he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Today's passage is a ponderous one. It describes the three specific events in the last week of Jesus' life. These events can be discussed and dissected again and again. The first is Jesus' short-lived triumphal entry into Jerusalem, riding on a donkey, which indicated the arrival of a king, but a king who extolled peace and love 
not war and power. The second distinctive event is Jesus' cleansing of the high temple, seeking to return it to being a house of worship and prayer, a sanctuary. Jesus was horrified that this holy place had become a loud, crowded, secular marketplace. However, the verse that caught my eye and grabbed my attention is the third event found in Matthew 21, verse 17, where Jesus leaves Jerusalem and goes to the small town of Bethany to quote-unquote lodge there. We know that throughout Scripture that Jesus often went off alone or just with his 12 disciples to the mountains, by the sea, or a lake, to the desert. Why did he do this? To think to plan, to rest in refuel, to teach his band of 12 brothers, and to talk with his heavenly father. Basically, he sought sanctuary and solace. Sanctuary is defined as a place of refuge, a solace, a harbor, a haven, a retreat, an oasis. It's also described as a place of safety. Remember that word, safety. We know by the scriptures that Jesus sought solace after the heinous murder of his cousin, John the Baptist, and prior to facing his unfounded arrest, trial, and ultimate crucifixion. I think this may be why he went again to Bethany, to seek safety and sanctuary with beloved friends. Scripture tells us that Mary, Martha, and Lazarus lived in Bethany, and we know of three times that Jesus was in their home. It's obvious by these three biblical texts that these four people were comfortable with each other and could talk openly and honestly together, like a family would do, not as an uncomfortable guest in the home of an even more uncomfortable host. It's also recorded that Jesus openly wept over the death of his dear friend Lazarus, the only time of Jesus crying recorded in the Bible. The Bible does not give us a 24-7, 365 daily diary of Jesus' activities or words. So we don't know of all the times that he may have been in this Bethany home. Personally, I imagine many more. I can see the four friends talking and laughing around the dinner table long after the meal had been consumed. I can see Jesus napping in the hot afternoon while his friends were doing their daily chores with, of course, Martha busy in the kitchen preparing a snack for Jesus. I can even see the four BFFs sitting around a late-night campfire, sharing stories and singing familiar songs. This home and his relationship with these three people were a place of refuge, rejuvenation, and safety for Jesus, which was vitally needed during this last week of his life as he had his face and his heart and his determination set towards Jerusalem. Safety, that word again. I will share with you a personal story. My mom had a rough childhood. She was the only child born after four years of marriage. My grandfather died when my mom was only six months old. He was a pastor and died while attending the Georgia Baptist Convention meeting. But that's another story for another time. My mom and grandmother basically lived for years in one room in various boarding houses, moving to wherever my grandmother could get a teaching job. My mom never had a real home. My parents were opposites. 
Mom was tall, elegant, and educated. Daddy was a stocky farm boy from Wiggum, Georgia, who basically pulled himself up by his own bootstraps. I remember asking my mom why she chose to marry Daddy instead of one of her other many suitors. Without any hesitation at all, she replied that my dad was the only one who made her feel safe. What a wonderful, well-understood compliment after her childhood of growing up without a father, without a home. I think the guests who come into our church during the week to get a prepared meal or two at the Our Daily Bread Soup Kitchen consider our church a safe place. They can come inside, no matter the weather, to a beautifully decorated, well-lit dining room that even has fresh flowers on the tables. The guests have access to clean restrooms, free books, and various social service and health agencies from our community. I think the family served by Family Promise of Athens would also testify to being safe when assisted by our church and other groups, groups who help these families with children avoid becoming homeless or help families currently homeless be able to get back up on their feet and able to return to independent living. What a privilege it is for us to be able to help those in great personal insecurity and need find a safe refuge, a place of sanctuary here at First Baptist Church of Athens. Obviously, this small verse in Matthew 21, verse 17, gave me much pause to ponder. I'll close with a prayer by Rabbi Ravi Shapiro. Enveloped in your light, O God, may we be a beacon to those in search of light. Sheltered in your peace, O God, may we offer shelter to those in need of peace. Embraced by your presence, O God, so may we be present to others. Amen. Amen.